aka Patterns. We're five movies deep in the Insidious storyline, the Insidious franchise, the Insidious sequel, 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 sequel. Welcome to day 29 of the 31 Days of Dread. We're going to get into this franchise and this movie. Let's go. What is up, my ghost? Insidious the Red 2023. Okay, guys, we have to talk about movies that come out this year because horror drives cinema, horror drives all of the movie experiments, all the big ideas, all the little directors, all of the houses. The production companies coming up, it's all through horror. No one's really there's A24 that does drama, but they they're they're highly reliant on genre and horror. People, I'm Peter A. DeLuca here, aka Pad Six Nine, known throughout some social some social media networks. I am your host. This is the Film Buff Podcast, and welcome to Year Seven of the Thirty One Days of Dread. This is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire entire month of October. That's my grimmest voice, guys. I had no idea I was watching a movie five. <laughs> this is where some of my excitement comes from. This movie is also directed by Patrick Wilson. He's our star. He's also our star in The Conjuring. Another James Wan franchise. James Wan is our idea master today. He does nothing but produce billion dollar franchises. Even down to Aquaman. DC EU. DC Extended Universe. The biggest movie of all of those movies. Has been Aquaman. He did Fast and Furious 7. The beginning alone of Fast and Furious 7. Fast and Furious 7. I can maybe say is my second favorite Fast and Furious movie because I do love number three. It's maybe three, seven, four, one, ah, X. Guys, I still owe you guys an X review. I'm all over the place, but this is the Film Buff Podcast. This is how we go about it. Patrick Wilson, actor turned director. He's on par now with Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes, Riker from Star Trek Next Generation. Acted in about eight, seven, eight series of, of that show. Put into a movie. He got his directing chance with First Contact. Blew people away. Never really returned to it. I think uh, he made a great sci-fi movie, though. Kids one called uh, Clock Stoppers. And I'm pretty sure he also did the Thunderbirds movie. I would have to double check. But guys... Patrick Wilson deserves nothing but accolades, nothing but credit for this movie. Because the movie, I mean, what's our budget? $16 million. And collectively, all the Insidious movies, because there's five of them. Five of them. Collectively, they're, I think, $80 million budgeted. And there, there might be like one... There might be, they could be close to $1 billion right now. I'm trying to see. Do I have, I don't have this info, information. This movie is coming to us after Insidious, The Last Key. Sorry, guys. And now I'm just, I lost, yeah, The Last Key 2018. I'm not sure if I saw that. But then there's Insidious 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I thought I thought I was watching maybe the fourth one or the third one. So I totally enjoyed this movie though. 
because I do kind of remember Insidious 2. And I thought this movie was being ballsy with its positioning. Taking a time leap. The kid from the first movie is... He's going to college in this movie. It's the same effing kid. Patrick Wilson is now divorced. He is estranged from his entire family. His mother, the grandmother from the first movie, were at the funeral. And as the movie marches on, we see that Patrick Wilson, the father and the son... They still have a connection to the spirit world. And then we get into the lore, the backstory, some of the other characters from the other movies. When I say other movies, I'm really talking about the first movie because that is all that I remember. But I'm re- I was really digging uh, the swinging for the fences approach to character growth and development and putting characters in the new place. When we go from movie to movie comic book series to comic book series novel to novel one of the best things you can do sometimes is you do a time jump and you make some things changed and then you know you kind of have a little bit of your your interest in there your your plot device to explain how we got here i thought that's what they were doing but i don't know maybe in the other movies they they detail some of this but I love the idea of watching Insidious 1 and then watching this movie back to back. Because I, th- I feel this movie works so well as a sequel. Now, here we go. Budget. Budget for all five Insidious movies. I was way off, guys. $42.5 million. Box office for all five movies. $730 million. This is when you're unstoppable. This is where you have an idea that cuts glass. Insidious is fantastic. The demon world is fantastic. The further, which is really the lore of the movie. And it's consistent. And it it does work. There's no inconsistencies even between watching this movie and the first one. uh, Based on what we understand about the further. Uh, this movie, uh, its hook is, is the demon possesses the person, not the house. And then to combat that, you get someone who's an old lady that can do astral projections just like Doctor Strange. That's our movie, people. These are our powers. Patrick Wilson and his son have now become practitioners of this. And it's really interesting when we compare something like this to the Poltergeist movies. Because with Poltergeist and with The Exorcist. The sequels just really went off course. They tried to be different movies. But the sequels for Poltergeist and Exorcist are good. Because it does explain the lore. The packaging. The setting what the overall story direction is not good we talk about this a lot movies and sequels at one point had trouble insidious still gives us a lot of what we want a lot of the same looks a lot of the same feels a lot of the same visuals but it it stacks our new characters new situations new dangers and a slow 
movement of the needle when it comes to the capabilities of some of these characters and what exactly the demons are doing. The demons in, uh, in all of these movies are is fantastic. The demon world is creepy as hell. Patrick Wilson makes a movie here with very little. The way how we hold the shots, the way how we move the camera, we are in darkness. The son in this movie is an artist, and he's he's almost like possessed throughout this movie. We saw this in, in a, a similar movie, that Ethan Embry movie, where he's uh, a painter that's possessed. Uh, forget the uh, hard candy, sweet candy, blood candy, something like that. Uh, people, I forget the name of that movie real quick. And I do feel like this complements that movie very well. But I like this one so much more because the paintings had a, uh, they have a meaning. His drawings have a meaning from the get-go because they are connected to these other movies. Uh, the incident that he, uh, that he, he kind of, the, the, we'll call it the focus painting. The incident that, that he constantly stares at and, and recreates, I believe could be from Insidious 3. I'm not really 100%. Or maybe even two. Because Patrick Wilson gets possessed by one of the uh, demons and tries to kill his family. And that's why they're estranged. That's really the only plot point you need to know before you get into this movie. I, I really didn't know it. If I knew it, I forgot it. I liked the education of it. I liked uh, just having a little bit of that added mystery. So for someone who knows the first movie pretty well and jumped to movie five... This is a significant it's a significant move. To be able to do that is nothing but real. It's significant. AKA Patters. I cannot recommend Insidious of Red Door enough. What I the viewing order, I would just do do what I did. Watch the first movie, then watch this. And you get like a nice epilogue. AKA Patters. Uh, oh, people, uh, talk to me. We'll be next. And then we're, we're going to hit our TV series. Sorry, not Netflix. Uh, and then we will be doing a wrap-up episode. But but not. we're, we're going to do some normal movies and, and then uh, eventually do the wrap-up episode. Because there, there's things I do have to say. And there are movies I watched that I would like to highlight. We'll wait for that. Everyone, thank you so much for the support. I love you guys. You guys keep me going. Hit akapad.com if you have a chance. We're going to be launching on Black Friday. The AKA Pad store will be rocking and rolling. Love you guys.